Are you ready to become awesomer? Hello, everyone. This is Umar Hamid, your host, and welcome to the No Limit Selling Podcast, where industry leaders share their tips, strategies, and advice on how to make you better, stronger, faster. Get ready for another episode. Today, I have the honor of having Henry Evans, the VP of Channel Sales for PhoneBurner, on the program. Henry, welcome to the program. Thanks for having me, Omar. Great to be here. So, Henry, in 90 seconds, can you tell us who you are and what you do? Sure. I um, do a couple of different things. Uh, I'm a, a father and a husband, first and foremost, entrepreneur, and then I uh, have run Channel Sales for PhoneBurner and also doing a lot on the customer success side of phone burner as well now. And so uh, my background very briefly is I, I was a corporate schmuck for many years. I worked in commercial real estate and I flipped over to high tech uh, right around 2000 and was able to make a successful transition and worked my way up setting up sales teams, working with SaaS companies, and then have owned my own company the last 10 years where we do a lot of marketing and sales training. So, And what's the name of that company? Uh, that company is called Get Clear Marketing. And we really focus on helping small business owners get clear about marketing. But marketing and sales really are part and parcel of the same thing. Marketing just typically provides the leads and then sales takes it from there and, and you know brings it to a close. So from your point of view, which is the subset? Is marketing the subset or is sales the subset? Like which is the overarching? That's a great, great question. And I think you can really look at it either way. Um, if you if you look at sales as a subset of marketing, really you're marketing all the time, even after somebody has become a customer. And if you look at it from the sales standpoint, before somebody's become a customer, you want to be selling to them. So I think it just depends on your point of view. If we have more salespeople on the call, I'd lean towards uh, sales is the overarching thing. Uh, Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross always be closing. Yeah. Uh, and so... You know, at the end of the day, sales is so critically important and we're all selling, whether it's just ourselves for an interview or we're selling our business or our idea or the product or service we happen to be marketing. The product you guys are uh, promoting, Phone Burner, is a, a spectacular tool for people to get through a lot of cold calls without a lot of heartache. Tell us about the tool and then we'll kind of Take a step back and talk about the relevance of cold calling in this highly technological age. Sure. And and that's exactly right too, Umar, is that a lot of people use phone burner for cold calling. It's fundamentally a power dialer. And so it is not a multi-line system, which actually is, is not legal. Um, it dials one line at a time, but does it very, very quickly. So imagine a typical dial session. You want to sit down and call 30 people you met at a trade show. Uh, with phone burner, it will automate the list management. So we got a CRM built into phone burner. It'll automate the dialing. Uh, it'll automate any voicemail drops. So if you don't get somebody live, you don't have to listen to their greeting. You hit one button and it drops a voicemail automatically, sends them an email automatically, moves them into a different folder automatically, tags them, adds notes. Uh, it's really an automation tool for sales. So we really play in the sales automation space. Uh, and uh, most of our users are using it for outbound sales calls. That can be a warm list, can be a cold list, can be a purchase list. Uh, but we also have people use it for uh, just kind of general keeping in touch. We have a lot of real estate mortgage people uh, that actually use it to reach out to their customers. They have 
dialing Mondays or dialing Tuesdays where they reach out and call 50 old customers in, uh, in the span of, you know, an hour. And with phone burner, you really, uh, are looking at anywhere from three to four times as many calls in a given amount of time. So if you typically do a hundred calls a day, phone burner, you can do three or 400 in a day. See, I think one of the problems with cold calling is, is it, a hard to get a hold of someone and the monotony of waiting for the message and then leaving the message hopefully appropriately and not uh, stumbling over it adds to the heartache of it. And I think uh, your technology makes all that stuff disappear. So you leave a pristine message without wasting any time. That's such a great point. Um, and you can tell that obviously you've done sales too, because that is one of, I mean, you just hit the two biggest things is very hard to get in touch with people. So you can use the system to automate a lot of that grunt work. And then when you're leaving voicemails, I actually did a webinar uh, uh, last week. I was listening to it. And actually. it was all about, oh, were you on it? Fantastic. And, and, you know, so it was absolutely all about voicemail strategy. And, and it's so important. And people try to make it too complicated. And you don't want to have the, absolute perfect voicemail that just sounds like it was just, you know, just recorded by a Hollywood actor. You really want something that sounds normal, but it gets to the point quickly. And, and you're right. It gets very old when you're leaving voicemails for, you know, three or four hours, the same exact one over and over. People get burned out and then they don't make any calls at all. See, I don't do brilliant things often. It happens once in a blue moon, but I was coaching this uh, gentleman about, you know, using the phone and getting customers and as he's talking on the phone, doing some live calls, I record him doing that. What I want you to do, who's your best friend? And he goes, uh, it's Bill. Where is he now? He's probably just waking up. Must be a lazy uh, SOB. But anyway, he was waking <laughs> up late morning. I said, call him up and invite him to the movies this weekend. And so the guy calls him up, invites him to the movie. And uh, we record that call too. And then I get him to listen to the both of the uh, calls. And one is there's a tightness in his voice. There is a, a mechanical nature. And when he's talking to his friend, there's this open, warm, uh, casual conversation. And sometimes people don't realize how they sound till you give them uh, both recordings. And then it was like, oh, okay, I get it. No wonder people don't want to talk to me. You know, that that is such an amazing example. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to completely swipe that too, Umar, just so you know, because I think that's that's a great way to explain it that people get. And I always say that you genuinely want to smile while you're talking. And it feels kind of weird if you haven't done it, but people can tell if you are happy and enjoy what you're doing, like you're calling your friend for the movies, or if you're doing something you'd rather be doing anything else. So here's an interesting, so my whole background is very much, I used to be in high-tech sales in Silicon Valley, but I left to kind of follow brain tech instead of high tech. And they've done some really interesting uh, research where they have people that are actually kind of depressives and they they measure their level of happiness and they're not very happy. But they get a group and they tell them to hold a pencil in their mouth for two minutes every morning. So they're not smiling. They're not even happy, but they're causing their physical mouth to take that shape. And after two weeks, the people that had a pencil in their mouth are actually much happier than their counterparts. So that physiology of smiling, it sounds like you're faking it, but as soon as you take on that physiology, it forces your body to release those hormones and it gets you into the exact mood. So physiology, fastest way to change how you feel. Absolutely. And, you know, we read the same exact study. I actually studied that in college. I remember that exact one. And I always say if, if you're not up for making calls, 
do some jumping jacks, go for a walk, Brilliant. drink some water. And it just, you get that blood flow going. And if you don't have a stand-up desk, one of the biggest tips I can give anybody who's listening, get a stand-up desk. I have an uplift desk. I'm standing right now. And it just, you're just more productive. You're more awake and alert and people pick up on that. So we have uh, one of your uh, customers, his name's Doug Miller. He's the CEO of uh, Sales Search International and he's been using phone boner for a gazillion years. And he says when he uses his, because there's so many times he's leaving a voicemail and when somebody live comes on board, you know, how do you uh, be awake to do that? So he's got a treadmill. So he gets his steps oh, in while he's doing his cold calling, which is like totally brilliant. <laughs> yeah, and they and they actually make desk standing desk. You can put a treadmill underneath, and then I've seen them where they have little little pedal bikes also. So you can literally be pedaling while you're while you're on the call. Which while is you're pedaling, fantastic. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> while you're pedaling, while you you can pedal. So, exactly. So tell me about your company, Phone Burner. In terms of how many people, how do you grow your sales? More importantly, how do you grow your people, your salespeople, to be more effective? Uh, that's just a great question. So, so Phoneburner has been around for about 10 years now. The company itself was formed about 15 years ago. And we really grew out of uh, early on serving the MLM industry where people wanted to call more consumers. And now yes. we're firmly a business tool and we've, we've definitely transitioned over firmly to that, but still have plenty of people who are in the MLM space. Uh, so multi-level uh, marketing? Multi-level marketing. That's exactly right. Uh, thousands of customers, um, literally millions upon millions of calls. And the best thing about phone burner is, is, is it just works. And I like to say that we, we treat our customers like family because we actually really do. Um, and, you know, it, it's just the system works. You can get somebody on the phone when you need help. And we don't try to do everything. Uh, we're actually in the process of adding SMS text messaging. We've had so much demand for that. So we are going to do that. Um, but really it's like, we are not Salesforce. If you need to have a million different features, uh, we're not the best fit for you. But if you're a, a sales team and we have sales teams, you know, in the hundreds, uh, but a lot of them are five, 10, 15, 20, 50 people. You have a sales team that genuinely needs to make more calls. And more importantly than that, Omar, have more quality conversations. Yes. Cause that's really what we're all about. And, and it's not about just, Hey, I, you know, I dialed 800 people today. Great. How many conversations did you have? And a lot of these multi-line dialers, they call five lines at the same time. And, you know, I'm sure you've done the same thing I have when you're, you know, in Hang the up. middle of dinner and you pick up the phone and hello, hello. And you hear click, click. And then they say hello and everybody just hangs up. Um, so, so that's really what we've been about from the beginning is, you know, treat our customers like family, have a product that really works uh, and is very reliable and then actually listen to customers. You know, we aren't venture backed. We, you know, we aren't, uh, you know, you know, some huge company, we've got, uh, you know, less than a hundred employees and we really focus on, you know, making sure we take great care of our clients. So tell me, how do you grow your sales team? How do you make sure they're, you know, executing at the level they should? So what does that look like, uh, within your company? Great, great question. Uh, we definitely do eat our own dog food. Uh, we actually use the phone burner CRM. We actually did look very hard at going to Salesforce. I managed a Salesforce org where we had 26 people in it. And so I was a big Salesforce fan and we looked at it and just kind of decided, you know, our own product's going to be better if we use it. Plus it can do everything that we need it to do. So we actually have, um, all of our sales team uses phone burner to make their own outbound calls uh, on the customer success side. We use phone burner to make our own outbound calls and we're continually looking for new salespeople. And a lot of the people we have, 
uh, in all seriousness, have come from their already phone burner customers and they like it and they reach out when they hear that we're hiring. And um, you know, we are a virtual company primarily. We do have an office in Orange County, uh, California. Uh, but I'm down here in San Diego. I have an office down here. We have an office in Northern California. We got people in you know, Pennsylvania and in Ohio and Texas and literally all across the country. And so we have sales team members that are all over the place. So we're always looking to find you know, great talent to bring on board. That is brilliant. How do you keep everybody, because they're remotely located, inspired? Because sometimes it's a lonely venture out there on your own. So how do you keep the team together? and keep them motivated to uh, succeed. That, that is uh, the number one issue you deal with when you have a virtual team like that. So I can give two answers to that. The first one being great product we use called Zoom, uh, which I know most people are pretty familiar with now. We actually hopped into a Zoom right before we hopped on here to do this call. But uh, Zoom is a great tool, web and video conferencing, uh, audio conferencing, and love it. So that's how we do all of our meetings. And we do regular meetings too. Uh, if not a daily huddle, uh, we're meeting pretty much three times a week, but a lot of the times it's a daily huddle. And then the other thing that we do is we're, we're very transparent with what's going on in our company. So we have a lot of internal dashboards. Uh, nice. we, we use a program called Clipfolio with a K, which allows us to see exactly what's going on with the sales team. You know, how many you know calls are we making? How many dials are we making? How many people have we missed or or reached and, you know, what the status is of the pipeline and closed deals and, you know, all that data all is very easy to see. And I find that with measurement and transparency, you know, the truth always comes out. And so we, we really measure everything very carefully on that front. So you had written a book. I did. It was about being more productive, more effective. Uh, remind me the title again. So I wrote that book. It's called The Hour a Day Entrepreneur. And it was uh, the true story of how I left the corporate world to actually start up my own company and kind of go into more of the small business side of things, which I just love. And um, yeah, I, I literally would go to work all day, would come home, spend time with my wife and two daughters, and then would work for an hour a day on my side business. And nowadays, I guess it's called a side hustle is like the official term for it. Yeah. But yeah, it was like nine to 10 every night I was working on the side business and um, somebody actually coined that name for me. And they said, you're getting more done in an hour than most people do all day. Uh, you're like the hour a day entrepreneur. And I'm like, oh, that's kind of neat. Hilarious. It just kind of stuck. Write that so down. <laughs> exactly. Good. I wrote that down. And, and, you know, and, and of course, too, it's like we don't realize when we're so close to it, especially when you're doing uh, sales, you know, all good salespeople, really all good business people that I've seen have have coaches and are always working on sharpening the saws, Stephen Covey would say. So it was actually uh, a mentor of mine who said, well, why don't you name your book that? You're going to do a book anyway. And I said, well, that's, that's a darn good idea. I don't know why I didn't think of that myself. So. so the difference between you and I, the name of my book is Unleash Your Crazy Sexy Brain. <laughs> love it. Love it. And I love that quote you said too. You said brain tech instead of high tech. I've never heard that. That's fantastic. If you were employee number two in a company and you had to build a sales force, how do you do that from the ground up? So the reason I asked this question is this. I was reading a book by Andy Grove from uh, Intel fame. Sure. He was talking about a, part, a point in the history where they're trying to figure out whether to invest heavily in microprocessors, it was a new thing, or invest heavily in memory chips where they were the dominant player. And they struggled with that decision for six, eight months till one day they had this epiphany. And the epiphany was, if 
we got fired today and we were the new team coming in, what would we do? Instantly, both of them said, microprocessors, it's a no-brainer thing to do. But when you have that legacy or part of it, uh, sometimes it's harder to make those decisions. So with that frame in place, if you were setting up a sales team for, let's say, a tech company, a phone burner or another one, how would you build that team from the ground up? Like, What does the first 90 days look like to get a team with zero salespeople to three, four, five and being effective? And, you know, that's that's a wonderful question. And I love the frame you set up also, because that's a great McKinsey quote uh, that they always say is, you know, if you had to focus on one thing, what would it be? Which is another way to say exactly what you just said. So uh, I've helped a lot of people start up sales teams and I've done it myself as well. And what's worked for me. And again, I think there's a lot of ways to skin this cat. Um, but one of the ways that's worked really well for me is to whoever is going to be that initial salesperson. So the person is building up the team in my mind, they have to be able to sell this thing themselves. It's very difficult to teach somebody else how to sell something if you haven't been able to do it yourself. So, um, I think that's a critical component that a lot of entrepreneurs, especially if they're more on the engineering technical side, forget is that you might have the best idea in the world, but if you can't get somebody to buy it. Uh, then you're going to have a tough time. And there's a great way to do that. Uh, There's a very specific strategy that I've kind of taught, which is put together just a one pager explaining what it is that your product or service does, and then go sit down with a friend of yours and give him the pitch. Um, Hopefully he's like a potential prospect and and say you just want their feedback on it. And if at the end of that, they don't say, hey, are you really going to do this? Or is this going to be a product? Because I'd be interested. Um, then you might need to go back to the drawing board uh, because we always think that our own ideas are fantastic. And a lot of the times until they're proven and vetted in the real marketplace, uh, you just don't know. And so I like to start myself. Uh, Once I've got some traction, I've got some sales, then I like to bring on salespeople from that point forward. And you can argue, do you want to do business development uh, reps and account executives? You have more cold call people. Um, and then account executives who actually do the, uh, you know, do the appointments and do the closings and the demos, uh, or do you want to have just account executives only? I kind of like breaking it up. Phone burner right. is ideal for business development reps. You need to, you know, burn through three, 400 calls, uh, in a day. Perfect. Uh, then you pass it over to the account execs. Once you get an appointment made, that's how I typically have done it. Uh, but I've seen it done a number of different ways, but that's, that's kind of my personal strategy and what I like on that. Great question. I want people to give this product a test drive and we're going to put a link in with the show notes so they can actually go get a trial. So tell them what the trial looks like, because I think until you use it, you don't fully understand the, the impact that this can have on your sales career. Cause if you can get more conversations, you're going to get more appointments, more sales, and everyone's going to be happy, including uh, your spouse. Exactly. Exactly. And if the spouse is happy, everybody's happy as, as, as the saying goes. So, um, what we've done is we actually have a free trial available, uh, which is for up to 60 minutes. Just if anybody goes online on our website and signs up, uh, you can do a 60 minute trial. Now that for some people is enough. If you're a solo, uh, you know, kind of a solopreneur or have your own company, that might be enough for you. But what we recommend is to do what we call a team trial. So you can reach out to our sales team. Uh, we got the number at the top of the homepage there. If you want to reach out to me personally, you can do that too. I'm happy to connect you with somebody and get you set up. But our team trial is unlimited dials, unlimited number of people on your team 
the only limit we put on is we give you a is we give you a full week of dialing. So we give you a full seven days to do it. And for most people who are serious, that's more than enough time. The core issue we have with phone burner, and it's the core challenge that we're dealing with really, is you don't realize how amazing it is until you try it out. Uh, I don't know if you've ever driven or if you've uh, seen seen the Tesla cars that Elon Musk is doing. I'm a, I'm a huge fan of his. And, and I, I right. still remember I took my first test drive. Uh, it was about six years ago. I'm like, this car is going to change everything. And it's the same feeling you get when you do your first dial session with real contacts inside a phone burner. It's just incredible. You're like, this thing is going to save me three hours a day. And so that's what we're trying to do. And everything that we do from a marketing and sales standpoint is just get people trying it. So love for people to do a test drive and see how it works for them. Well, that is brilliant. How can people get a hold of you? Uh, easiest way, I'm, I'm on LinkedIn, obviously. So you can hit me up on LinkedIn. Uh, it's Henry J. Evans. Um, and then my phone burner email is just Henry, H-E-N-R-Y, at phoneburner.com. Henry, this was uh, educational, inspirational. Thanks so much for uh, sitting down with me. Absolutely. So appreciate what you're doing and thanks for having me. If you enjoyed this episode, please go to iTunes and leave a five-star rating. And if you're looking for more tools, go to my website at nolimitselling.com. I've got a free mind training course there that's going to teach you some insights from the world of neuro-linguistic programming. And that is the fastest way to get better results. 